Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's your boy, Dangerous Duke. And your boy, Stevie Jobber. And welcome to the Dangerous Jobbers podcast. And for the next 15 minutes, we're running a segment called The Dark Match. People have been asking me to be the best in the world. Why, Eddie, why? Yo, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back. This is the Dangerous Jobbers Podcast, and today uh, we are putting wrestling over one podcast at a time with our year-end MVP choices. We went down, we went down the top five companies uh, of this year, uh, WWE, AEW, Impact Wrestling, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and MLW. And we chose who was the MVP for 2023. You know what? Just for shits and giggles, I know you said the top five companies, but we might as well throw ROH in there too. Because technically, that's ROH, true. That's ROH, true. ROH, as we, a, we could do a ROH as a byproduct, as a as a plus, as an add-on. Mm-hmm. We'll we do ROH, ROH too. So Duke is gonna lead with the MVP, and I'm gonna lead with who I thought was the honorable mention, who I thought may have been the runner-up. Mm-hmm. And right. we just going to go through it. Uh, you want to go smallest to largest? You want to do the... You yeah, know. You, know, you know what? Um, because it's the added one that we just going to throw in here, ROH. I'm, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll knock ROH out first because I feel like we could get through that relatively the quickest. Um, so for me, in my opinion, I believe that the MVP for ROH is kind of a guy who came into his own this year. Like 2023 was kind of his year as far as, you know, trying to build ROH up goes. And I got to go with the Mad King, man. Eddie Kingston, he did a phenomenal job as far as, you know, trying to tell stories with the ROH title, trying to trying to tell people, um, just trying to, like, build up people that he's been going up against people like Claudio and things of that nature. So I feel like Eddie Kingston with the ROH title doing his thing, he kind of knocked it out the park. I think he's done the best so far with the title. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. I totally agree. Eddie's had an amazing year becoming new Japan strong champion. Um, then being in talks of combining um, I think the All Japan Championship as well with that to become some sort of interbrand championship. Mm-hmm. The things Eddie Kingston is doing with that, with his runner. Yeah, he's definitely MVP for ROH in 2023. Mm-hmm. Talking about the honorable mention for ROH, a step down to the ROH TV champion. Uh, who just vacated his championship, Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. Samoa Joe definitely has to be runner-up only because the moment he won the ROH TV championship, it became, to me, the number one. Claudio was still always champion at the time, but Joe was probably the most dangerous champion in ROH at the time. And he was just, he was entertaining still. He was on AEW in relevant storylines or as relevant as they could be. And 
let's face it, I mean, he was the ROH TV champion heading after MJF, man. Yeah. And he gave it up to keep pursuing MJF successfully up to up until this point. So, yeah, honorable mention got to be Samoa Joe holding that ROH television title strong, man. I agree. I, I think Joe has done wonders for the mid card of ROH and then elevating himself in the process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess the next promotion we're going to hit, if we're going in terms of size, would probably be MLW, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So the MVP for MLW, I don't think this is any surprise. This man's been putting on banger after banger from the time he's been, you know, their mid card champ to being their world champion. And he hasn't disappointed yet. Y'all know, y'all should know who it is at this point. Friend of the pod, multiple mm-hmm. time guest, uh, Bumaye Fight Club captain Alex Kane. Bumaye, 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 Bumaye. They're, they're really, that's the, the guy, man. The track record for this year speaks for itself. You know, he mm-hmm. just fought uh, mm-hmm. Jacob Fatu, he fought uh, Hammerstone. Uh, he he's fighting Matt Cardona. Mm-hmm. He fought Myron Reed. Like there's the dude's been having great matches all year, and MLW's been elevating more because of it. More eyes have been turned to MLW, and the fact he hasn't been doing it that long is even better. Like you got yeah. the keys to the kingdom this quick, and you haven't disappointed. Yeah, the things that Bumay Fight Club has been able to do, the things Alex Kane has been able to do this year is absolutely undefeated but i think somebody we don't spend a lot of time on two people we don't spend a lot of time on if you remember the 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 game show not the game show but the series that turned into a game show that was on netflix Mm -hmm. called squid games there's a faction that came out of that came out of this uh this popular series that debuted in mlw under the control of raven Mm-hmm. By the name of the calling, two notable names in the calling are Ricky Shane Page and Akira. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they both tie as the runner-ups at Fightland. They they kind of broke up, not even kind of. They broke up and then had a match later that night, so they did double time. But up until that point. The entire 2023, they ruled the mid-card at MLW. They held the tag championships. Ricky Shane Page held the openweight championship. Akira held the middleweight championship. So they really held the foundation, the step right under the Bumaye Fight Club. And for that, I have them as the honorable mention. Shout out to Ricky Shane Page and Akira. And um Shout out to Ricky Shane Page for cussing me out earlier this year when I saw him at the MLW pay-per-view asking where Raven was. Because it, it it appears ever since Raven left, the calling has just been falling apart. Yeah, for real. Yeah, but shout out to them. Yeah, that's my honorable mention, man. The calling definitely mm-hmm. held down this year. Got it, got it. Um, So the next promotion we're going to tackle uh, – we're going to do Impact Wrestling, soon mm-hmm. to be TNA again. Um, a lot of great people came out this year. A lot of great people did some stuff for them. But I, I would be remiss if I didn't 
say that this man was the MVP because, golly, the story he's been telling for the last year, not just inside of Impact but outside of Impact, has been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a long time coming because this man's one of the best innovators, and I I would call him a pillar of Impact. Um, Alex Shelley, man, like talk about finally conquering that mountain and you know really fulfilling your destiny in a way finally conquering the impact world heavyweight championship it's it's really a great thing to see you know especially when it's somebody you admire for so long and have respect for come into their own and do what you knew they could do all along just if they were given the opportunity yeah he sees that opportunity this year in in spades and folds and I'm I'm sure we'll be talking about this years down the line when he goes into the Impact Hall of Fame or what have you, or the TNA Hall of Fame or what have you. Mm-hmm. But Alex Shelley really has one of the greatest stories in wrestling, probably of our generation. I mean, seeing him in the 2000s, being somebody coming up under AJ Styles that lived with AJ Styles that was a pillar of impact wrestling at a time when it couldn't be bigger, when the tag division couldn't be better, when mm-hmm. the X division couldn't be better, and be one of those guys that secretly would go on to influence multiple generations through his technical ability, high-flying ability, the innovativeness of TNA as a whole, and all the people he touched, his entire arc from being somebody that wasn't really considered one of those guys back then to come back now, overcome so much, reprove that he's one of the best in the tag division, but also stand out and prove that he is one of the guys and the new heart and soul of impact wrestling mm-hmm. in a sense is is wonderful on the yeah. back side of that somebody i feel like of the new generation that has that tna impact feeling that tna impact x division that just encapsulates that that renaissance and what that meant back then is my honorable mention and one of alex shelley's proteges speedball mike bailey Mm -hmm. who's had incredible matches with you name it he spent 2023 getting in the ring with damn near everybody um he's even been down in new texas pro i caught his match with uh the bounty hunter, uh, Keith over there. And it's just, he just knows how to put on a, an amazing match. And he doesn't have to be champion. He's been at uh, X Division champion, but he lives in this realm where he can create a great match with anybody. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's really helped Impact move back into this respected place that it's in. Speedball is definitely at the heart of that. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. Speed, 
Speedball has definitely been coming into his own as of late. And like you said, you know, it's he's left he's been putting on great matches and he's been showcasing it. So it's always nice to see that. Um I think the next promotion we're gonna venture over to is on the other side of the world, and mm-hmm. that is in the form of New Japan Pro Wrestling. And the MVP for this year, I feel like it shouldn't even be debated. It's not even not even a topic of conversation on if somebody else would be in this place aside mm. from this person. Um, and that's Will Ospreay, one of the best in the world, arguably the best in the world. I believe if the top 10 matches in New Japan this year, he's in over half of them. Mm. Um and not enough can be said about the dude. You know, he's been putting on bangers this year with people like Naito, people like Okada, people mm-hmm. like Kenny Omega. Um, I believe their Wrestle Kingdom match was this year, and that match was amazing in and of itself. That's true. That was this year, wasn't it? Yeah, I think, yeah, but I believe that was this year at 17. So they did some phenomenal things. Um, but Osprey has been leading the way for New Japan in leaps and bounds. He's been the man that's been bridging everything for them as far Mm -hmm. as in the States and outside the States. I don't think anybody in the business right now can keep up with Osprey. He might be the best in the world. I think it's incredibly debatable, Mm -hmm. incredibly debatable. I think Will Osprey might be, it's hard for me to say who the best in the world is. Because it, it to me it's a it could be a tie between three to five people, but no, it, it could be Osprey's but- definitely Osprey's definitely one of the top at that list because he just can go out there and do it with anybody. I mean, you even go back to him all the way back to him in Orange Cassidy to think mm-hmm. he can take Orange Cassidy to the place he took Orange Cassidy to, and then all the way up until the end of this year, taking Josh Alexander to the limit at Impact Wrestling. Mm-hmm. It is incredible what Will Ospreay's been able to do. But I think my honorable mention we got to talk about as well, because he deserves a lot of praise for being the guy that stayed in New Japan to elevate it from the inside while Will Ospreay was being the ambassador. Um, and that's Tetsuya Naito. Yes. Um, we got to give a shout out to three-time IWGP heavyweight champion. He's been finally getting, I think, a lot of the credit he was looking for in these previous years. We mentioned a lot of names from New Japan, like Osprey, like Okada, like Jay White, like uh, uh, Kenny Omega, and. I don't think Naito got enough shine as those initial guys when they were all blowing up at the same time. Yeah. And it feels like there's I don't I don't want to say space, but it feels like just the right time for Naito to step like up and prove there's his room, worth. There's room for him to maneuver now in the New Japan pool. There's enough room to show how to showcase his ability and how much he can mean to the company. Yes, and to to validate what you what you just said, 
If you guys haven't seen it earlier this year, the G1 mm-hmm. with uh, Naito and Okada, I highly suggest you check that out. Just, you can just go to YouTube and watch the clips. It, it was it was a banger. Yeah, man. I, I won't start. I won't start until the new year. But Impact and New Japan have convinced me to get to pay the the four or five dollars it takes for the for this app uh-huh. to watch them in the new year. So around the time that they change into into TNA officially, I'll be watching probably New Japan and Impact Weekly. Okay. To keep up with it. But yeah, shout out to those two just doing incredible things. Naito finally getting his his spotlight and Osprey becoming just one of the best in the world overall. I agree. And look, like you said, they're doing enough that it's going to make you in the start of the new year to go get their app. So that's always mm-hmm. a good thing. And you mm-hmm. know them them gentlemen played a part in it. That's the um, goal, man. So since they're going to make you watch every week, I guess we can jump to a company that's kind of been tough to watch every week, depending so on tough. how the writing goes. So tough. Um, so and, tough. That's, and that's AEW. Um, yeah. A lot of good things happened with them this year. A lot of bad things happened. Quite a few ugly things happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that being said, there has definitely been a front runner for the MVP of AEW this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like this this guy, he's probably the youngest person on any of the MVP lists that we just gave, or definitely one of the youngest, um, and also happens to be their world champion. So, I mean, without further ado, the world, uh, the the MVP of AEW, mm-hmm. Maxwell Jacob Freeman, the scumbag, MJF. But he's our scumbag. Yeah, he's the people's scumbag. He's our scumbag. We, I feel like Maxwell has done nothing wrong this year as far as his booking goes and his storytelling goes. He's been entertaining across the board with Samoa Joe, with Adam Cole with um the acclaimed you know he, he's done a lot of funny stuff this year but he's also done a lot of meaningful stuff and then he cut that promo earlier in the year where he like poured his heart and soul into the into the aw title if you will um maxwell's kind of been their saving grace this year you know for a lot of bad things that's happened he's been the best thing that's happened do you and remember the the pandemic when you really would only tune in to watch Roman Reigns and see where the bloodline was. Yeah. That's been MJF for AEW this year for me. Yeah, it's like you only tune into AEW just to see what MJF is doing. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I 100% agree. MJF is the MVP of the year. He's unmatched. The way that he's been able to stay relevant for the entire company lifespan. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can argue that he's the greatest AEW champion they've had so far. Bar none, probably. I don't think yeah. he was very close to Kenny. Um, I feel that, di- but then again, I feel differently about Kenny's reign than most people. Mm-hmm. I think he had a better reign than Jericho, even though Jericho had a solid run. Mm-hmm. I think once MJF finally got to the championship. Game over. Yeah. 
It was just, it was, he just knew, he, he still knows. Even mm-hmm. as a face, he's been able to carry the company on his back, have one of the best storylines every week, and be, yeah, just just the guy and just be able to deliver every single time. He's, I don't know what Tony's going to do without him. Um, Break but that I, checkbook. <laughs> what we do know is next year is 2024. And Endeavor's got a lot of money, man. They they're already shown they're willing to bring back some crazy Anybody. people for the race, and they're they're willing to put anything aside. So never say never in this crazy world of wrestling. MJF is definitely the MVP for AEW, but I think when you talk about outside of who's been the front runner, and you talk about who's been, you know, the guy behind the scenes, the guy that has been keeping up the quality like the ladder the guy that's been holding the bar in AEW you got to talk about honorable mention Brian Danielson yeah the american dragon i mean if this wasn't a year to prove that daniel bryan is one of the best wrestlers on the face of the earth still i just don't know what other you know it's still and still and still, because we knew that, we knew that back in, was it 2015, 2016, whenever that was, um, to, I mean, and to prove it at a, at a higher level, I feel like, mm-hmm. I feel like this, the, this American dragon, Brian and Brian Danielson is probably whipping Daniel Bryan from when we knew him. He's just so much more tapped in. I was going to say this version of the American Dragon is probably whooping the ass of the ROH version of the American Dragon from the mid 2000s. No doubt about it. So we got to give credit to that only because it's not that he's leveled up his game to that level, even though he has. It's what he's been able to do for others while at the same time establishing the fact that he's one of the greatest in that ring. Yes. Um. Because you think about him, but you also think about the the people he's been able to elevate, the Sammy Guevara's, the 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 Daniel Garcia's, um, his match with Jack Saber Jr. You think about you think about the Blackpool fight, uh, the the Blackpool Combat Club. Um, there's just been so many people Daniel's been able to influence. Okay and elevate mm-hmm. even behind the scenes you know what i mean so i agree yeah he's he's definitely on that short list of uh saving graces for AEW. yeah and one day we'll have a talk about how all the wwe people are the ones saving AEW, but that's for another day speaking of wwe we have hit that time booyah where the big boys play baby where the big boys come to play and uh you know, a lot of arguments can be made for MVPs of WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, you have plenty of names to choose from. You, there's a plethora of talent all over the place. And mm-hmm. I feel like for the both of us, when we sat down and we talked about this, it was a quick realization of just how important this guy was for WWE this year. And... A lot of people might look at us funny for it, but 
Listen, if you listen to the pod, you're not gonna look at me funny when I say what I got to say about it. it, It's hard to it's hard to ignore the facts, um, and you know sometimes your MVP just has to be a little dirty. (laughs) So (laughs) the MVP for this year, yes sir, WWE, yes sir, Dirty Dom, Dominic Mm -hmm. Mysterio. You heard it. Respect Um, that. Look. Not enough can be said about the year this man has had. Second most matches of anybody in the company. Beating out names like Jay Uso, like Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Gunther, LA Knight, Kevin Owens. He's beat out all these people in terms of match match numbers. And the fact of how much he's improved from last mm-hmm. year to this year is mm-hmm. astronomical. Mm-hmm. Not only that, he's had multiple multiple main events mm-hmm. multiple singles titles multiple mm-hmm. single title reigns you're with the hottest faction right now in all of wwe you're flanked by or not even arguably you're flanked by the hottest female superstar in the company you probably have, in any company yeah probably any company you are under the tutelage of one of the greatest in-ring performers and trainers that's still a talent. And you have arguably one of the greatest big men in WWE right now and Damian Priest by your side. Like, you're not losing in any scenario. You have the crowd eating out the palm of your hand. Your merch is going through the roof. You're putting on quality matches. And you get heat by just holding a microphone and bringing it to your mouth. You don't even have to talk. Like if that if that's not a big time player, if that doesn't say MVP, I don't know what does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anybody's still hating on Dominic Mysterio. Let me just say this. Because if you've been listening, you know how I feel. So let me just reiterate. If you're still hating on Dominic Mysterio at this point, I'ma just say it because it's it's deep in your heart and you won't you won't admit it to yourself. So let me bring it to you. He's the best heel in the business. I've said it before. I'll say it again. He's the best heel in the business. MJF is a face now. It's not even a competition. Mm -hmm. He is the best heel in the business. He gets the biggest reaction. He's had the most reps. He's flanked by the greatest women's champion we have today. He is in one of the greatest factions we have today. The most successful today by by far. I don't, I don't think the gap is even close. I can't think of another group dominating, dominating the way the Judgment Day just dominates. They just dominate. And, and, <laughs> and the brilliance of Dominic Mysterio to level up even in the face of adversity, they won't let you talk on the mic. They're saying you don't have enough credibility. You should have went to NXT. You don't have the blah, blah, blah. You don't have this. You don't have that. Da, da, da. You didn't earn your blah, blah, blah. I'm going to go down to NXT, win the workhorse title in NXT, carry it for a lengthy amount of time while putting multiple people over. Like, while still being on the main roster and still showing up every week. Mm-hmm. Dropping promos 
and finding a way to run my promos so that you know my talking is still good, so you know my promos are still fire without me actually having to talk on a microphone so that you can still boo and I can still get my stuff off and I can still get my reps and I can still win championships and do all the things y'all say I couldn't do while I'm on the main roster. I mean, he's unbelievable. He's unbelievable. Like, Ray no could not be, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Eddie could not be more proud of the things Dominic is doing right now. I mean, he's he's flanked by China reincarnated, man. I mean, it's it's incredible the things that they're putting together. And he's, like you said, he's under a wealth of knowledge with Damien, who chained Bad Bunny, who main evented, not main evented, but I mean co-main evented Backlash in Puerto Rico, had the best match on the card. And then you got Finn Balor, who like led New Japan for how many years? He's only going to get better. So if you hate on Dominic Mysterio now, I don't really know what to tell you because he's only going to get better. And that's it. What you just said is the nail in the coffin. If you hate Dominic Mysterio now at 24, 25, however old he is, yeah, long you way to go. are going to despise this man when he is 30. You are going to be you're going to be eating a slice of humble pie when this man's 35. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, and you're going to be cheering this man when he's 40. I mean, you, you got to. We you... always loved him. We always loved. No, you didn't. You hated Dom for the longest time. And you know, you did. It's, it's, it's I mean, it's, it's crazy because. I'm just, it's just not what you, you didn't expect Ray Mysterio's son to have the breakout year he had last year. Mm-hmm. But then to almost overprove his worth the year after. Like, it, just in case, like, it's almost, it's crazy because a lot of the things before he split with Ray was, you know, Ray's holding him black and blah, 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 blah. But looking at the numbers, it's almost arguable that that's exactly what was going on. Because once Dom got off the leash, he's done nothing but tear the game up. Yeah, He shook the game. I mean, the man don't got to talk. No. He shook the game. You know what? It's funny that you mentioned people being let off the leash. Mm-hmm. Because honorable, our mention. honorable mention, we could agree on arguably one of the best years of anybody. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, let them know. Drop the listen. Drop honorable the mention this year, like like you said. Speaking of speaking of being off the leash, speaking of speaking of the dogs, speaking of the dogs of the company this year, twenty twenty three is the year of the dogs. <laughs> 2023 is the year of the dogs, man. Not the big dog. I mean, he been, you know, he been, he been on, he been, he been taking vacations. But the other dogs, the real dogs, the the pit bulls of the company. Yeah, this is their year. And top, 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 top guy, main eventer, main event, Jay Uso. You know it. I mean, you talk about. I've just you talk about being. A legendary tag team specialist. Mm-hmm. Let's start there because it only goes up from here. 
Jay Uso going into 2023 is one of the greatest tag team champions ever. 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 Going into WrestleMania. Ever. And he makes honorable mention for everything after WrestleMania. So let's start with that. Let's talk about that. Spend a second to just say, going into WrestleMania, he wasn't even peak Jay Uso yet. And he main evented night one, the first tag team match to main event of WrestleMania night one. And this isn't even peak Jay Uso yet. Mm-hmm. Let him cook. Main event Jay Uso was already main eventing night one of WrestleMania. Then he broke from the bloodline, proved that he could beat Roman and his brother, and he didn't need him. Mm-hmm. Dropped him like a bad habit. And the question in the air was now that are they really going to? Jay, they can't really take Jay away from Jimmy. Yes, they can. They can't really take Jay out of the bloodline. Yes, they can. Jay can't really survive on his own. <laughs> Newsflash. Yes, he can. He has truly become main event Jay Uso. He has been surviving and thriving ever thriving. since. Thriving. Thri- he goes out in the pop. He receives the crowd reaction the way they all put their hands up together. We were talking about it uh, uh, earlier. It's almost akin to it's a movement. Yep. It's a movement. It's like the yes movement, but it's the like the yeet movement. It's the yeet movement. Yes. Created this 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 incredible, incredible, incredible following to be able to stand on his own to the point where I really don't even know if they have to put the Usos back together. Quite frankly, I don't know if I need it. Jay was clearly, I don't know if I want it. And quite frankly, I don't know if I want it. Jay Uso is a Jay Uso since the pandemic has planted a seed that if you have continued to watch him, has blossomed him into this endearing megastar. You don't root for Jay Uso. Because he's cool to watch. You don't root for him because he's one of the best in the ring. You don't root for him because of his accolades. You root for him because he's created this emotional connection. Mm-hmm. This undeniability. In a way, he's done Cody Rhodes better than Cody Rhodes. I mean, he's created this, this feeling that you just want to see him win. Mm-hmm. He's tapped into this human and character line. Yes, and dude, it's like I'm trying to think of the perfect way to say it. You you don't know if it's character work with him or if mm-hmm. he's really being him. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it so damn good. It's like it's to the point where it's like, damn, if he's acting. He's doing a really good job acting, or he's really just being himself. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. everything he's done since he's broken away from the bloodline, the teaming with Cody, the way he's been controlling the crowd, the way he's been promoing. It's like you don't really know if it's a character he's portraying or if he's just really being himself mm-hmm. and just right. And, and you truly don't know if, as a character, he can be stopped. Yes. Because. And again, it's this human connection that he has since the pandemic that, that you just want to root for him. 
and you don't really believe because you've never seen it, you don't really believe that anybody could stand in his way. He's beaten, he's he's beaten or got cheated out of beaten just about everybody. Yeah. His limits are undeniable. And the fact that they haven't they haven't given him everything, but they haven't made it seem like he can't get there. Like he's he's still on any given day. On any given day, you could put the world on his back and we would be right there. Like, yeah, it's Jay. No one has no one has shown more heart and grit story-wise in 2023 mm-hmm. than Jay Uso. And so I much debate, character development. And I will debate that with anybody. As far as telling a story goes and creating moments, no one has shown more heart and grit than Jay Uso. That man needs a Grammy. He needs An a Oscar Grammy, Oscar, Golden Globe, whatever Tony, you want to call it. Give him all the awards, man. Yeah. Give him all of them. I mean, he's the the way he's put it. Yeah, like you said, I mean, there's nobody that's done more character work. There's nobody that's done more just fantastic acting that's created more moments in and out the ring because he even tells stories in the ring to Mm -hmm. such a high degree. I mean, the storyline is that Roman is like groomed him to be his right hand man and that, you know, right-hand man eventually became the guy but it truly is what happened i mean he's almost done he's managed to be able to do all the things roman can do at a level that is just it's just somehow more enticing Mm -hmm. and it's been a phenomenal thing yeah and it's been a crazy year it has it's been for for just about every company yeah, for just I mean, about every company. Some companies have had more lows than highs. Some companies have had more highs than lows. But that's just been 2023 in a nutshell, man. And, you know, at the end of it all, it makes me excited for 2024. Absolutely. Like like we've said before, but this, I feel like this year more than any, one time to be a wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will I will say that ending 2023, you gotta feel like this is just the best time to be a wrestling fan. The way social media works, the way these companies are thriving on the internet, and just the the wide, wide range of fandom. Remember growing up when you had to find a channel randomly. Mm-hmm. I had to find TNA randomly just because X Pac was there one day. Just to think, I would have never found Impact Wrestling. I would have never switched over to Spike if I didn't know X Pac was gonna be there. And this because I'm 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 post I'm post uh attitude era. Mm-hmm. All I know is ruthless aggression. The only other company I was able to know at the time was TNA. Can you imagine? what it's like for somebody that is growing up right now. now to be able to be such a deeper fan yeah like it's such a great time to be a wrestling fan but that's all we have uh that's all the time we have and um it's been a great 2023 tell us anybody you think uh we should have taken out or put in or who your honorable mentions are and 
uh just give us what you think man and and uh if you stayed this long man subscribe if you haven't already because it's been over a half hour man i don't know what you're doing um and if you like this make sure you, if you if you if you like the video make sure you like the video if you like the pod make sure you like the pod rate the pod all that good stuff man that's all the time we got that is uh, our mvps for 2023 man uh stay up dupe stay blessed stay dangerous people have been asking me to be the best in the world. why eddie why I'm